I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. At ADP, we understand the importance of building the right team and offer the data insights to help. Just as importantly, our AI technology helps you pay the team accurately. Grow stronger with ADP. HR, talent, time, and payroll. The Black Effect Presents features honest conversations and exclusive interviews. A space for artists, everyday people, and listeners to amplify, elevate, and empower black voices with great conversations. Make sure to listen to the Black Effect Presents podcast on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What grows in the forest? Our imagination and our family bonds. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions, and in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations. Here we go. Welcome to Money Making Conversation. I am your host, Rashawn McDonald. It is time to stop reading other people's success stories. You hear me say that every week and start writing your own. And I always tell people, we talk about gifts, you talk about passion, well, lead with your gifts. And don't let your age, which so many people allow them to stop them, their friends, you know, sometimes your friends aren't your friends. Family members, they don't know everything, and coworkers will stop you from planning or living your dreams. How many times people have told you that's not for you? My interviews I bring on Money Making Conversations are for you and business owners, and they're celebrities, CEOs. And I'm going to tell you something. When you hear their stories, and that's what this show is all about, their stories, you can understand that their journey can be your journey. 
Take the, take the samples or the examples that they are putting in front of you and use them because you're an entrepreneur. You're an industry decision maker. My next guest is an industry decision maker. Her name is Deanna Williams. She is an entertainment powerhouse who is a beloved advocate and authority in black music. The legendary on-air personality is a trailblazer in broadcasting, music activism, and celebrity media strategy. Her celebrity clientele includes Grammy Award winners, executives, actors, and athletes. Some notable names are clients include Rihanna, Charlie Wilson, got another hit song out now, Janelle Monet, she acts too now, if y'all don't know about her, just to name a few. She's also serving on the board of the National Museum of African American Music in Nashville. That is why she's on the show, among other wonderful things we're going to talk about, because this is Black Music Month, where she chairs the Music Industry Relations Collective. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, the mother of Black Music Month. Deanna Williams. <laughs> I, saw, I thought I'd sneak that in on your girlfriend. I love that. I'm also an actual biological mother of three children, but I like that. You snuck it in. Sean, you look, here we go, old school, sharp as a tack. Thank you. I, I appreciate that because I'm trying to go down there. I'm trying to, I'm trying to maintain because I, I, you, the, the, my world is so crazy. It's so busy. I'm pulled in so many different directions. When I, this is kind of like calming when I do these interviews with people I care about, people I respect, and giving you a voice in this business. And sometimes because of the fact that, you know, whether you're playing music, we don't know you. And then we, I try to pull back that curtain and let, let people understand that the different layers that you have currently and then some of the things you position us to to celebrate currently and then today to this week especially today in 1979 42 years ago you know you went to jimmy carter white yeah, house yeah actually kenny gamble and i were mm-hmm. dressing we were home excited that mm-hmm. a dream that Gamble initiated with mm-hmm. the conception of Black Music Month. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were on our way to the White House to participate in a picnic on the South Lawn of the White House mm-hmm. that President and Rosalind Carter hosted for 200 members, primarily of the Black Music Association, mm-hmm. with performances by Billy Eckstein, Chuck Berry, Andre Crouch, Sarah Jordan Powell, uh, Evelyn Champagne King, <laughs> MFSB under the direction of Dexter Wanzel. It was a heady day. Mm-hmm. I was a young girl. I was excited. It was wonderful. So today is the actual 42nd anniversary, as you mentioned, Rashawn. Well, you know, yeah. the importance of music, wow. When I think about music, and especially in the African-American community, you know, how music is such an emotional, is, is used to motivate people, is used to inspire uh, sports Sport, sporting events. It's used in weddings. It's used at funeral or uh, uh, celebrations. Uh, some of just to just to set the tone on the elevator. Talk about about music. Why is why does music resonate so much in a person's life lifestyle? Period. Yes, great, great question. I think all music resonates, but my focus and concentration is on Black music. America's indigenous music, art forms established here in the United States, from the blues to gospel to American classical, which is jazz, R&B, rock and roll, people. Rock and roll (laughs) created by Mm -hmm. uh, Rosetta Tharp. Mm-hmm. Chuck Berry, Bo Diddley, don't get it twisted. Elvis was an imitator, not mm-hmm. the originator. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we have a rich legacy in America with this majestic, various genres. And what's important too, Rashawn, is that, you know, when you're talking about money making matters, well, Black music generates 
billions mm-hmm. of dollars mm-hmm. annually. Mm-hmm. And right now, the number one genre in the world happens to be hip hop. Mm-hmm. So music and Black music in particular is a universal language that is felt, if not overstood, by billions on the planet. You know, when you say hip hop, you know, say, you know, because I grew up, you know, I grew up to, you know, the 45 single, you know, uh, with the Franklin, uh, the OJs, and then the mothership landed, you know. George Clinton. Oh, my God. When he landed, he changed the whole music. You know, that's when bands existed. Now you don't see bands anymore like you used to. Talk about that little transition from, cause I, I mean, when I was growing up in college, you know, it was nothing for me to see eight to ten guys on stage. Even local bands were like that deep. It was like enjoying that moment. Then, it, then hip-hop came away and the instruments went away and the DJ replaced them. And now I don't see that at all anymore. Any musicians. Well, blame it on technology Mm -hmm. with the invention of GarageBand and Pro Tools. Mm -hmm. People were able to have a computer, a laptop in their home and be able to access all the instruments. And also the demise in many school districts of of music. I I don't know about you, but I remember when I was growing up in Manhattan, in Harlem and Washington Heights, we had to take band. Mm -hmm. We had to Mm -hmm. have gym. These were Mm -hmm. required subjects. Mm -hmm. However, now many school districts, because of economics, have cut back Mm -hmm. music programming. So I would blame the lack of bands. And mind you, there are still some bands, Mm -hmm. but not what century are we talking about? Mm -hmm. You and I grew up in the 20th century. So our Mm -hmm. generation, we had no choice but to play instruments and to sing. Uh, but now with the technology, things have changed immensely. And as you mentioned, the rise of hip hop, you don't you don't need a full band. No. It's a, a DJ and the MC. It's finally here, the season of celebration. And no matter how you celebrate with family and friends, whether you're preparing for Reyes Magos or Karamu, lighting the menorah, or going to midnight mass, Kohl's has just what you need to make those traditions special. Plus, you'll find gifts for all your loved ones. Send warm wishes with cozy fleeces, sweaters, loungewear, blankets, and throws. Support minority-owned or founded brands by giving gifts from Human Nation and Shea Moisture. Or treat them to everyone's favorite activewear from top brands like Nike, Adidas, and Under Armour. And in the spirit of giving, Kohl's Cares is donating $8 million to local nonprofits nationwide committed to the health and well-being of our communities. No matter how you celebrate, when you shop at Kohl's, you're right where you belong. So this season, give with all your heart with great gifts from Kohl's or Kohl's.com. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you. Their fearless guide to this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. If I could be you. And you could be me. For just one hour. If you could find a way. To get inside. Each other's mind. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk Walk a mile mile in my my shoes. We've all felt left out. And for some, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Walk a mile in my shoes.
Right. And the hype man. Gotta gotta keep include that hype gotta man. Have I, gotta set the so gotta set the stage. Flavor play. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have no talent, but hype is their their talent. Now when we look at music and I look at my life tied to music, I, I can tell you it's certain songs right now, you know, because you know, music videos played a major role. And, and our visual part of music, you know, because now I will go to a music video uh, in certain parts of my life. I'll go to, if I hear a song, I'll go to a party. If I, I'll go to, if I hear Brick House, I know exactly. I was at a frat party right now. I can, I can see, if I hear that song, I know exactly. If I had Zoom, I would go to a pool party where I was trying to sing. I know exactly where I was at. I remember when, when, when P-Funk landed, I was on the basketball court. Trying and the basketball was so cold that I almost broke my fingers when they passed me the ball. All these things are so important. So now we get into June being Black Black Music Month, and then you guys went to uh, President Carter at the time. What was the inspiration behind that, Dion? Okay. The inspiration was Kenny Gamble, who is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame with his partner, Leon A. Huff. They are the co-architects, along with Tom Bell, of TSOP, The Sound of Philadelphia. Absolutely. Gamble visited Nashville and saw what the Country Music Association was doing in terms of branding, not just a genre, country music, but also a city, and thought, hmm, we need to do that. So he came back and established the Black Music Association, Mm -hmm. the BMA. And from that, he conceived of a month, much like we have February Black History Month and Mm -hmm. other months that Mm -hmm. put a focus and highlight on different things, Cancer Awareness Month, HIV Mm -hmm. Awareness Month, uh, Asian Pacific, you know, all of those months are an opportunity to highlight and celebrate the individuals involved in that month. So Black Music Month, he uh, reached out to Clarence Avant, who reached out to the White House and President Carter's administration. And hence the first celebration of June Black Music Month took place June 7th, 1979. And so that was the origin story of uh, that is what happened. And Gamble and I were a couple at that time. We have three beautiful adult children (laughs) and a very handsome six and a half year old who came over here and broke some of my art the other day. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But that was the beginning. And he and I were a couple at the time. So in the Black Music Association, I worked to get Black Music Month work hard to get it recognized. And it wasn't until 2000 that President Bill Clinton, after I lobbied Congress for three years, Mm -hmm. uh, officially recognized it in the American government and from the perspective of the White House. So every American president since Bill Clinton has signed a proclamation. Uh, President Biden just released his recently Mm -hmm. recognizing June as Black Music Month. You know, it's really interesting you say that because I, you know, I've been fortunate to be a part of radio in the early '90s and Houston Magic 102, and I didn't, you know, I know in '79 it, 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 it had been recognized, but I didn't get a feel for it until 2000 when Steve Harvey now was on radio on 92.3 to beat in L.A., and then all of a sudden it became like you know. Advertisers wanted to advertise during Black Music Month, and then you start having events tied to that in Black Music Month. And so when you when you when you said something notably that you know Gamble he went to Nashville, he saw what they were doing with country and Western music. Now the National Museum of African American Music is in Nashville. I'm trying to figure this out. I'm trying to figure this out. Where did we go? What I didn't know when I first accepted involvement with the museum, Uh and the acronym is NAMAM, Mm -hmm. 
I didn't realize that Nashville has such a rich legacy and history as pertaining to black music. Absolutely. In gospel music, mm-hmm. in R&B and rock. Jimi Hendrix lived in Nashville for a period of time. Uh, last I checked, he was a big time rocker, uh, mm-hmm. one of the fathers of rock music. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Nashville, it just happened to be the city where the private sector, wealthy individuals, government, the city, as well as the state government came together. And it's a 22-year-in-the-making project, which is astonishing. I've only been involved the last seven years. Mm -hmm. But you figure when I first got involved, I was looking at blueprints. Right. Now, as about a month ago, I walked into a fabulous, modern, very contemporary American history museum that is dealing with our contributions to all genres, starting in 1619, when enslaved Africans were kidnapped and brought to the shores of what is now the United States of America. So yes, we're in Nashville, in the heart of now. And listen, you've got to come as my guest. I'm inviting you all to come uh, because it is amazing. I literally cried the first five minutes that I was in the lobby of the museum. It is spectacular. Seven galleries, over 56,000 square feet. Wow. And galleries filled with artifacts and information and inspiration about our contribution to global culture. There's a monumental shift in power at work. Employees are speaking up. Turnover is rising. Salaries are increasing. Hiring is tough. And burnout is real. It's time to unleash growth. It's time to transform your HR from powerless to powerful. Join ADP on February the 23rd. Reserve your spot now. Go to gettheplan.adp.com to register for the Work Interrupted Summit. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide to this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Well, you know, I, I would, when you say you move to tears, I would have to believe that's an honest statement because you've been so associated with music and it, like I said, music is tied to memories. And, exactly. and I know when you, in, in, in your case, you played music, some of these artists music, you've been on stage, you've introduced these artists, you've had lunch, dinner, shared great, you know, celebration stories and sad, disappointing stories. What was the most, what was the biggest takeaway when you walked into the museum, which is now based in Nashville and is open, uh, you know, the ceremonies going to, we're going to talk about the ceremonies in a minute and the notables who are going to be there. But talk about that moment, really, because I have to believe it was really breathtaking for you and also in a level of disbelief, Deanna. Well, 
the, the disbelief, not so much because we all worked very hard. Mm-hmm. I worked, I chaired, co-chaired mm-hmm. uh, with Phil Thornton, two functions where we raised money for the museum, but more astonishment at what we can do when we really apply ourselves. Mm-hmm. Because again, this was a, a, an idea at some point right. and it snowballed. And so what was my big takeaway from the museum is that we are wealthy black folks, we are wealthy mm-hmm. in creativity, and mm-hmm. it is obvious and demonstrated in this museum. And as a woman who has dedicated, I've dedicated my entire life to the promotion, <laughs> perpetuation, the preservation of Black music. Uh, we our, our slogan now is Black music has a home. And I feel wow, like awesome. my work is in that building. A great deal of my work is in that building. So I am uh, elated to be involved and I'm encouraging everyone to come and get that emotional feeling. If you look and go to uh, National Museum of African American Music, Mm -hmm. Mm namam.org, you'll see videos, you'll see images, and you'll also see testimonies from families that have visited the museum and had a very visceral experience, much like I did when I first visited. I know that I talked to Sheila Eldridge as uh, the creator and executive producer of Cafe Mocha. I know she told me that radio uh, was hosted by Lonnie Love and uh, Angelique and uh, Yo-Yo. They're going to be doing that broadcasting. And then uh, June 17th is the grand opening where, you know, you'll be honoring Quincy Jones, Lionel Richie, Smokey Robinson, Shaka Khan, the Fist Jubilee Singers, gospel legends right there. So when you start a, a, a grand opening celebration with Quincy Jones, then you slide over to Easy. That's I said Zoom, Lionel Richie. Then Smokey Robinson cruising, you know, shaka, 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 come on now. You know it's some history walking out. And that's just some of the names that are just being mentioned in this press release. But talk about the grand opening, which is June 17th. That whole weekend is like a, just a, just a, each day has a a, a forward moving to the next day. Talk about that, because I'm sure that's the weekend you want me to come down. Well, you want me to come yeah, down that weekend? I do want you to come. I okay, okay, cool. I'm coming and- down that weekend. I got both my COVID shots. I, I'm still going to wear my mask, but I got both my COVID shots. I'm going to be down there so I can hug you. <laughs> come on, honey. Let's go. I want you to come. Yes, you mentioned our, our esteemed honorees. These are all people who have made, when we talk about sizable contributions to our music and our lives and our memories, all mm-hmm. of those individuals that you mentioned. And I think I should also say that Angela Yee from The Breakfast Club, who is part of my music industry relations collective, is going to be hosting that evening. And the Fist Jubilee Singers were the first global ambassadors of Black music around the world. They were super popular mm-hmm. and um, you know well-received in Europe. So we're honoring the legacy of the Fist Jubilee Singers as well. And I want to shout out our president and CEO, Henry Beecher Hicks III, who has done a phenomenal job as a leader moving us towards this day. We had an actual ribbon cutting back on uh, MLK Junior Day, mm-hmm. but the official grand opening, of course, uh, restricted uh, opening earlier this year because of COVID. Right. And now that people like you, me, mm-hmm. are getting vaccinated, uh, we are opening the doors to the museum. And our block party will also be the day of Juneteenth, and we're celebrating Juneteenth and inviting the community to come in and see the museum. Now, uh, i got to ask all these questions. Is there a fee or there are donations you have to give to enter the museum? 
Well, how yes, does that work? in general, there are. And, mm-hmm. and again, people can go to blackmusicmuseum.com. It's mm-hmm. very reasonable if you become a member. Obviously, it changes mm-hmm. uh, the membership. However, during this weekend of the grand opening, it, the museum is going to be open on the block party day when we're celebrating Juneteenth and open to the community at large. But there is a fee. And the day that I was there, my first visit to the museum after you know seeing it just dirt and the construction process, I live in Philly, so I go to Nashville for our board meetings. Uh, it was quite amazing to see the construction and the completion of the museum, but children, school groups were there Mm -hmm. the day and and just tons of them. Mm -hmm. And it really warmed my heart because this museum is for families. It's for everyone. It's not just for black folks. I wanna go on the record and say, you have a pulse, you have a heartbeat. This (laughs) museum is for you, seriously, because the reality is most of us, all of us, regardless to your musical preference, as you stated at the outset of our conversation, Mm Black music is an integral part of our experience here on this planet, not just here in America, but around the world. So our expectation is that we will be an international donation uh, location, uh, expecting people from everywhere to come see. Well, this is this is pretty amazing. When I when I when I look at you and I talk, well, first of all. Uh, this this boy got a lot of the great talkers. Like you, a great talker. Phil Thornton is a great talker. Then you told me Hicks. I didn't know the he was part of highest ranking black man. Oh my One god! One of the highest ranking black man is joining our board. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Vince Gill, country artist, is joining our board. Fantastic. Um, just you know, some pretty dynamic people are have signed up. Monique Adlet, some great folks. So I'm honored to serve on this board. I want to I want to pivot a little bit about you as a strategist, as a, as a media planner, as a person, uh, as they say, a whisperer, a whisperer. <laughs> because, New York Times. Thank you for that, New York Times. You know, the thing about it, when because I've been fortunate to manage talent, write talent, produce talent, and, you know, every talent is different. And I think when a lot of people make a mistake, especially agencies, they try to sign up a bunch of people, and then they try to treat them all the same. And you know that's not the case. You know, it'll be successful with anybody. You have to hear their story, hear their pain, hear their joy, and then try to disseminate the right course of action for that person. So when it comes to that, because as a strategist, you really are a manager too, because I know you and I need to sit down and talk about some projects because we have a similar lane that we always cross when it comes to strategy. And people ask me all the time, how, I must, how, how can I generate so much success for certain people? First of all, I always tell them they have to be talented. One. Secondly, they have to be willing to work hard because you, like myself, Deanna, you're a hard worker. You know, 24 hours in a day is 24 hours a day. You're going to use every hour in it. And and the other person is that I think in my side of it, they have to be a caring person. They have to care about something. And those three qualities are the type of qualities that I work hard for because I care about people. I'm a hard worker. And then I'm also I have a, a, a strong belief in my talent that I want to share with that person to 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 develop their talent. What are your thoughts when you talk when people approach you or you approach them about your strategy planning? Well, I've had the blessing, as you mentioned, for the last 27 years. Mm-hmm 
concurrent to me being on the radio and television to coach a plethora of emerging and established talents, Mm -hmm. not just recording artists. You mentioned Rihanna, some of my recording artists, Mm -hmm. but I've also worked with CEOs, Mm -hmm. uh, managers, actors, directors, all manner of talent. And the first thing I'm looking for is personality because that is part of what attracts other human beings is do you have the capacity and the talent uh, and the knowledge, the expertise in your particular area and the willingness to learn that is so critical to me and my process when I'm coaching individuals. So um, yeah, 27 years, my company, I'm the CEO of Influence Entertainment. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can go to the website, influenceentertainment.com to learn more about us. And part of what my company does in addition to media coaching and artist development very much in the tradition of Mrs. Maxine Powell, right. who was Barry Gordy's artist development and media coach person, uh, is also we produce events. I produced the Marian Anderson Award mm-hmm. in Philadelphia at the Kimmel Center for the Performing Arts. For years, I did it with Pat Moran. And uh, last year, we honored, well, not during the pandemic, mm-hmm. 2019, Cool and the Gang. The year before that, Patti LaBelle, Gamble and Huff, mm-hmm. John Bon Jovi, Barry Gordy. So I'm a creative producer, and I love, uh, I love conceptualizing and actualizing. I'm big on that. I, my parents taught me anything that your mind can conceive and believe, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you can achieve. So that's what my company does. That's what I've been doing. And again, radio has been important. And you know this from your years Mm -hmm. in media. uh, Have the platform to be able to reach hundreds of thousands, millions of individuals with feel good and information that's of value to their lives. The quality of their lives is what I'm all about. So, you know, Deanna, when I when I listen to you on, um, you know, I, I do bow down to you. You know, because listen to what she just said. She said athletes. She said actors. She said singers. She said executives. Each one of those lanes is unique. Now, I tell you, I can't mess with music, okay? It is so complicated. You know, uh, you know, I, comedian, I got you. Actor, I got you. Athlete, I got you. Executive. Music. She throws that in like it's nothing. So, so if you go to their website, it's a beautiful website. I, I, I go to the website. I'll be, I'll be stealing ideas. Can you make my website look like her website? Because it's so pretty. You know, it's so flow. It flows. It looks big. It looks grand. It looks like you want to know more about this brand when you go to her website. It's amazing. But I just want to slow it down here. When we start talking about, you know, her being on the board or the Black Music Museum that's, that's opening and the grand opening is July, June 17th in Nashville, I want to talk about the individual, her brand. She says executive like, okay, you know, I do executives, you know, I do athletes, I do actors and actresses, which is both, you know what I'm saying, male and female, okay, these singers, but then the singers, then she throws in the, the rappers, which is a totally different world, then you have the old school, then you have the new school, and then Janelle Monet, she kind of like pop, and then she, then you have Rihanna, she kind of like pop black, but what is she? Come on, girl. You are just something special. Listen, I'm with you in terms of anything, like I said, that the mind can conceive and believe you can achieve. My parents raised me to squeeze this lemon and to get everything out of the experience of living. I am living every second in fullness. I am. I love life and I love people. I love my fellow human beings. Sometimes 
I'm a little annoyed with their behaviors, Mm -hmm. sometimes downright, you know, angry with people who are not righteous, kind, loving, and considerate. But for the most part, I am grateful to be alive. I'm I'm elated to have this opportunity to speak with you and your audience about my passions. And, you know, the other question I get is, how can we celebrate Black music? Stream the music of the artists you love, buy the music. Now things are opening up. Go out, hear live music, buy the merch of the artists that you love. Sit with young children and tell them about the artists that you listened to and loved when you were growing up. And conversely, listen to them about who they're listening to. Mm -hmm. Have an intergenerational moment when you're hearing what they like. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not just all about what you like. Be exposed and consider. So there are so many ways that you can engage. My grandson was here this past weekend. Read books on famous musicians. Teach, learn, celebrate. Black Music Month is for all of us. And it's not to say that we do not celebrate the music beyond June. Mm -hmm. It's an everyday celebration. June just happens to be the concentrated Okay, okay. Deanna, I got all that. I'm talking about you, okay? You just you just broke off with this little speech about the museum. I'm talking about you, girl. You know, see, like, see, we say gamble and all that. We talk about the field thought. I'm talking about you, your talents are so right unique. Now, identifying and helping other talented people. That's part of the joie de vie that I have yeah. to be able to convey that to other people is part of my talent. My talent is being on the radio, talking, being on television, disseminating information. My talent is not cooking so well, which is why my man was like, babe, you think what what I just try to say is in the, my interview with you, and I've interviewed you before, and I'm, yeah. I'm always a Amazed at the um, humbleness of of your talents, and, and 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 sometimes the humbleness is good and bad because sometimes because when you're humble, people don't recognize you for your gifts because they can they can just assume it's just part of your your resume. And I just wanted to slow down and say I brought you on here to talk about the museum, the grand opening, Black Music Month, and June 17th is when the three day celebration is going to start, and your work as a board member and all those great things, but also to acknowledge your brilliance. And that the brilliance is being able to go in a room and being able to not be intimidated about communicating. And that's what you just said. It's about communicating. It's about your parents giving you the will to be great. And that's what this, that's why I will tell people, you know, when you meet a young kid, you can, you can change their lifestyle by either supporting them or telling them what they can't do. And that's who I see you. You are a person that has never heard that word, and you promote that, and that's why you immediately defer to Rashawn. I hear you, but let's support black music. Let's black merchandise. Let's let's buy the music. But you are, you are a uh, Renaissance woman, and I wanted to say thank you, and oh, take these goodness. few minutes because, you know. You're special, and, and this platform allows me to say that publicly to you, and I say it with a lot of honesty because, you know, you were, you, you, were, you were the reason this museum is here. It started 42 years ago, okay? It didn't start 15 or 20. It started 42 years ago, and you were part of that. That's why it exists today in Nashville. Thank you, Deanna Williams. Thank you. Okay, cool. If you want to hear any of our interviews on Money Making Conversation, I'll see you. Please go to moneymakingconversation.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I am your host. In this season of giving, Kohl's has gifts for all your loved ones. For those who like to keep it cozy, find fleeces, sweaters, loungewear, blankets, and throws. 
Or support minority-owned or founded brands by giving gifts from Human Nation and Shea Moisture. And in the spirit of giving, Kohl's Cares is donating $8 million to local nonprofits nationwide. Give with all your heart this season with great gifts from Kohl's or Kohl's.com. And now the weather. Expect partly cloudy skies with an excellent chance of maximum refunds. Wait, that can't be right. Oh, but it is. Who are you? I'm April, and we could see refunds raining down all tax season with people switching to TaxAct. TaxAct? The tax filing software that makes it easy to file for less and get more. New forecast. It's sunny days ahead for everyone using TaxAct. Always happy to brighten your day. Switch to TaxAct today and start for free. Restrictions apply. Price at filing subject to change. See TaxAct.com for details. Hi, I'm Sarah Kustak. I'm the NBA analyst for the Yes Network, and I'm hosting a new podcast called NBA Flashback. NBA Flashback takes you back to the best moments in NBA history through exclusive archival audio from the NBA vault. Curry, way downtown, bang, bang! And each week, we'll have new interviews with the legends who are actually on the court. Check out NBA Flashback on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.